Hi, I'm Sam Weiner. In this time of social isolation, it's important to keep up with your friends. That's why today I called my friend, Adam Rubin. So first off, what's your current situation? Are you hunkered down? Are you locked down? I, I guess I'm locked down. I went for a walk this morning and it's nice to get outside. It's nice to just walk around. There seems to be plenty of people out on the street. But it kind of feels like you're wearing a scarlet letter because anytime you approach somebody on the sidewalk, they'll like move over to the other side of the sidewalk and it's like everybody hates you kind of. You don't know why. It's because they think you might have the cooties. How often are you leaving your home? Are you leaving every day? Not really. There was, well, first of all, it was kind of rainy and crappy yesterday, but to me, this is a little bit uh, like, she, you know, she, she was at the supermarket, somebody coughed on her and that was very intense. You can't get fresh direct. No, we've never gotten it before, but that's what we thought would be a good solution. You can no longer get it. It's all sold out. Everything's sold out. There's no delivery dates available. So we got it. We're going to have to venture back into Key Foods at some point. The Key Foods near us, everybody that works there is like 17, 18. And I'm thinking maybe that's a good idea while we're all hiding inside. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't have any respiratory issues. So I'm not super stressed about getting the, the virus, but... Do you have asthma? No. Let me say this. You seem like you have asthma. <laughs> Why do you say that? <laughs> no, I never had any breathing issues. I can't see for shit, but I, I can breathe just fine. You said you've seen a lot of people out. I feel like in my neighborhood, I have not seen that many people out. Even the bodega guy, when I've gone to the bodega, it's like nobody's out. I think that in, in my neighborhood, there's a lot of people working from home. And they're getting a little crazy. And a lot of people that are working from home also have kids, which seems to me the ultimate nightmare scenario. That you have to be working and you have to entertain your kids and you can't escape. So I do see a lot of people having very intense business conversations while they're walking a kid or a dog around the neighborhood. Mm. Which is a weird contrast to see them doing such a leisurely, relaxing activity and being like, no, I told you, we can't accept that price. It's too, he's crazy. <laughs> but... It just seems like a lot of people are going on like nothing's happened. It's just business as usual. Uh, I've had some some call, phone calls with people, and they're just like, "Yeah, this is uh, it's just uh, like like it's a normal day." And for me, it's hard to pretend like it's everything is going to be fine. The best advice I I have is just to distract yourself from <laughs> from anything. For me, I think buy some groceries. Learn to make dried beans and throw your phone out the window and you'll be in better shape. <laughs> You're not taking advantage of your phone's social media features to keep in touch with people? The more I look at social media, the worse I feel. So when I post, I feel like I'm being, I don't know, it's all like ego or I'm trying to show off. Even if it's just a picture of like my dead grandmother, I just, it feels like all this virtue <laughs> signaling is going on and... I just, I, it makes me feel gross. Even looking at it sometimes, there's people, I see their posts, it makes me like them less. Even though I like them in real life, I see what they do online, it makes me like them less. So I've been really trying to distance myself from it. But that said, I, I use WhatsApp and um, text messaging all the time to mm. keep in touch with people, especially because I have friends in Japan and in, in Barcelona that are, are going through this they're like either two weeks or a week ahead of us so it's been really helpful to hear them and it kind of puts my mind at ease a little bit you posed this question to me via text message earlier how long can this shit last i don't know dude i i don't know they're they're 
I don't want to pretend like I'm an expert. That's one of the funny things you talk to people. They're like, well, the incubation period is 14 days and you can re- <laughs> you can get reinfected. And it's like, you don't know shit, man. You're reading some article from some guy that doesn't know shit. Nobody knows. But everybody becomes an expert really fast. And so I have no fucking idea, but it just seems like if we all stay inside and people get it, and then slowly we start to go outside, people are going to get it again. So it's going to scare people. They're going to want to go back inside. At what point does the thing just go away? When we have a vaccine, that you got to vaccinate 60% of the country to get a sort of a herd immunity. At what point are people going to feel comfortable like going on a date with a stranger and making out on a street corner? That might be a long way off. I think that's definitely a long way off for you and I. <laughs> Certainly for me, it's a long way off. Uh, well, how how long are you prepared for this to last mentally? I think I think I'm okay. I think I'm not I'm okay, but I'm sort of mentally prepared for it to be all told like ninety days. Wow, that's and then a lot. maybe they'll start opening up restaurants again. I don't know if they're going to have concerts or Broadway shows. It, it just seems like shit's going to be shut down for a really long time. We yeah. got to look at at. At China, Singapore, Hong Kong, they have more stringent measures, right? They're more organized than us. They have more supplies. They have tests. They have masks. People are maybe following the rules a little better, and well, even they can't get it under control. That's the power of a totalitarian privacy nightmare state. Right? Uh, well, well, that's the, look, we've had this conversation before, but, but the silver lining is what we discussed the other day, which is th- this is like – post-World War II opportunity to rebuild the country, to change the infrastructure, to institute social programs that put people to work and and improve the country for everybody. And maybe it helps everybody come together and and have the will to make some sort of dramatic political change. I have optimism that there will be a, a kind of a new, new deal that puts people back to work and really, that's what I'm hoping for too. Yeah. Uh, well, you talked about distracting yourself. What are you personally, what are you reading? What are you watching? What are you fidgeting with? I've been reading Walter Ott's biography of Da Vinci, of Leonardo Da Vinci, which is really cool and fun to read. And it's it's so far removed from us and our society mm-hmm. that it, it feels escapist in a way and inspiring. And I've been reading a lot of Joseph Campbell just because thinking about the world and these more mythic legendary terms makes what we're going through feel like it's just part of a cycle that is what human the human experience is all about so that stuff's been making me feel a little better but the best thing i've been doing is i'm making a tree map of my neighborhood where i go outside and i try to uh, identify each of the trees and i draw it down (laughs) i have like a pretty janky version but eventually i'm hoping it will look good with with better drawings and stuff but it kind of it kind of keeps my travel radius really small. I don't go that far from my house, but it takes me an hour to like walk around the block. I'm looking up at each of the trees and trying to look at the leaves and look at the the buds and the kind of branches and stuff. And it makes me more present and aware of these giant creatures that are looming over the street. Uh, one thing that I will, that I read last year, you talked about things moving cyclically. Uh, you know, I've been reading some stuff in the last year that points out that that was the dominant view of the world for thousands of years, that things moved in cycles. That's right. the kind of biblical way of looking at things. And only relatively recently do we look at human progress as an up, 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 constantly rocketing forward straight line. Yeah. Yeah. And this is kind of putting the 
kibosh on that to a degree. It's kind of showing that no things do move in cycles. This happened a hundred years ago. Yeah. I, yeah, it's easy to feel like it's all going up, up, up when you've never had any tragedy in your life and the country's never been at, or the war has never really touched your life personally. You've never had any sort of economic hardships and our generation has been pretty lucky. Even think about the kids that are just a little bit younger than us that don't really remember 9-11. What kind of national tragedies have we had? Nothing really, not even like the challenger stuff, stuff that just brings people together and is sad. And there's not been a lot of that. So you look around the world and the temperatures are rising and there's these kind of there's school shootings and the global warming and the politics is broken and you think everything's getting worse. So I know a lot of people that that feel that everything's just straight up getting worse and has been for however many years. Well, let this be the big takeaway from our interview, which is that children's book author Adam Rubin is rooting for a national tragedy to bring us together. No, 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 no. <laughs> if there's going to be one big takeaway from this, it should be that you need a theme song for your podcast. As soon as you write one, I'll plop it in. And that's a lot because I almost certainly... You're not a musician. I will not be. I'm Sam Weiner, talking and chatting, speaking with my friends, seeing what they're doing in their apartments when they're stuck. Stuck in the apartment, talking with Sam. It's, what's the name of the podcast? Multiple verses, I've noticed. (laughs) Forgot the name. Adam, as a longtime listener of the show, you know I like to end all of these with a friendship quiz on a scale of one through ten. What were we as friends before? And what are we now after this phone call? Oh, my. Well, 10 out of 10. I mean, I, nobody, no other I friends agree. of mine have lived with me for months at a time. I have certainly not traveled anywhere else with anyone, traveled to more places with anyone. Um, and now, 11. In these times of, of so when we need such, we need intellectual stimulation so so badly. I, I can we just keep the phone call going after the podcast is done recording? Unfortunately, not. Fuck. Uh, well, Adam, thank you for joining me. Is there anything you want to say to the people? Um, man, just be be thankful for what you have. So many people are going to get rocked by this whole thing economically and socially, and and they're stuck in such terrible situations. Just try to look on the bright side if you've got. A sunny window, you got somebody to keep you company, a dog, plenty of space, some food. You're not so worried about money for the next few months, then then consider yourself lucky.